This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Shalom. Uh, good morning. We're holding over here in the middle of Perik Mem Ches, and we're up to the part with um, that Luchas were given with uh, Tutfachim in the hands of Moshe, Tutfachim in the hands of Akash Baruchu, Tutfachim in the middle. That's the, the Chazal, and that's Yerushalmi. And now he's explaining what does it mean, Tutfachim, Tutfachim, and so on. That's where we're holding. So, Vilachen, um, he says, Shnei Tfachim, Kashem Tfachim, Biyarsha Akash Baruchu, Dainah Chukim Shlein Noidolon, Ligrad and Klau. So you have two tfachim in Akash Baruch's hands, so to speak, two tfachim in Adam's hands, in Moshe's hands, and two tfachim in the middle. So the two tfachim in the hands of Akash Baruch Hu, that's the chilek of Chayk. Now, I, w- I want to add a point over here. Um, a tefach, all, all of the, the shiurim that are in the Torah, ha- the, the natural shiurim, um, they correspond to some human... Uh, to some human feature. An arm is, is the hand, a tefach is the, is, is the hand itself, not the arm, but the hand. The, the tefach is what a person can grasp. If, I, if I'm holding something in my hand, that describes that I, I've grasped it. So the difference between, the Rambam says, a chayk is something, people, people translate a chayk that it's, it has no reason. That's that's a very very um, very crude um, the, the understanding. The right understanding of a chayik is the Ramam says she'ein das adam It means as follows: there are, there are things that our mind can be like a computer and make a cheshbon. That's that's one type of knowledge understanding. There's another type of knowledge understanding, which is an intuitive sense of something. We intuitive it, it, that that two things can exist in one place at one time is not something that we can make a cheshben. It's not something we can calculate. It's something that intuitively seems like that to us. When we say something is reasonable, it, these are things that our mind has a certain intuitive grasp of things. And those are things that are called that the das adam is machria. It grasps it. Chayk is something that is not in any sense intuitive to us. Um, and th- th- that's correct. We're not hardwired for it to be intuitive. And that's why we have no shaykhist state. So it's not the reason. For instance, why is stealing wrong? There's no answer to that. Um, you know, so some would say, well, imagine all society that everybody steals. Yeah. So I happen to be a really tough umbra. I can, you know, really get in my, I, I, I'd come out on top of everybody steals. It, it's, it's something that's just intuitive to us. So, so chayik is not intuitive. So that means the grasp of it is in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's hands. Ushneit from Yerushal Moishem and Mishpatim, v'im gluim l'adam me'atzmam, v'im biyad adam. These are things that are intuitive, and and therefore we have a handle on it. Ushneit from Moishem mitzvah she'eni yaduim, me'kom kum ne'marim hem yaduim. So also Shabbos. Once we have Shabbos in place, we definitely definitely resonates with us. But it's not so intuitive that not having been given it, we would have come up with it on our own. 
Um, so, so the chelik that's called edus or kach enam biyar Hashem is brought to soif soif sheichim la adam kishadam yediyeh kashenem loy. The gam enam biyad moishe kim shen yeduim elam itzmatzmoy lefikach shnei chalakim shen loy biyadzev chalak shen loy biyadzev liyadzev. So then you have a third part that this is um, it, this is sort of in the middle. And Moshe Shapiro used to say that he used to show through the the Gemara Metziah that you know the Shariach Loiku that that the part in the middle that's not being held by either person is sort of halachically um, both of theirs. Well, the Fikach Beshosh Hashem is brought Moshe Luchs to Moshe, but Scholos Hakabalah Hoyashlish Biad Moshe. So the first third was right away to Moshe because that's the easiest grasp. Kiosimamitsu <laughs> So, um, as Moshe began, as Moshe grabbed the Torah, as Moshe um, began to, to get into it more, more and more of it became shayach to him. Let's talk about this. Um, the the uh, understand this maybe in the context of what you said before. The um, we have let's go back to the let's go back to the to, to the point you said before. Um, if someone if someone explains to me something um, that is after explanation is intuitive to me, so the marshal. Um, somebody will explain to me how a car works. I have no idea how a car works. It's almost explains to me, explains to me about a motor, explains to me about the transmission, the wheels, the hulu. So once he explained it to me, if someone asks me to explain to him how a car works, I'm not going to tell him, well, Yankel said that there's gas and, and air in the in the motor. And Yankel said that you light it with a spark. And Yankel said this and like that. It has nothing to do with Yankel. Um, it, it has to do with it's something that's obvious. Yankel, I, I, I could, I could at the end of my explaining to you, I could say the reason why I understand so well is because Yankel explained it to me. But that's it. I'm not going to say, oh, Bishem Yankel, Bishem Yankel, Yankel. Um, on the other hand, if I'm explaining a, a philosophic idea of some great philosopher that I didn't really buy into, but I'm, a, I'm explaining how he understood or, or terms he used or, or, or ideas, I'll say, well, Aristotle feels this way about this, and Aristotle posited this, and Aristotle this, because I, I, I can tell you what he said, and, and I can present it to you, but I don't feel comfortable enough saying it as if it's a fact. I don't see it as a fact, and so on. So in both of these cases, there's no real chibur between me and the other person. 
in the first case, once the other person enlightened me, I dropped the person and I remain with the enlightenment. That's me. On the other hand, if the second case, it's all the other persons. I'm just presenting it. I, I can't really say it, you know, as if I'm, I, it's mine. I understand it. Torah is unique because part of it I'm meant to understand and I have to work hard at understanding it. And I have to say it with the full confidence it's mine. And I have to bear in mind that at the end of the day, it's Torah Hashem. So, so the Hebrew that there is in Torah between a person like Rosh Baruch Hu, because of this fa- facet of it, because of the fact that some of it is totally comprehensible, some of it is totally not comprehensible, makes that chibur. So, so, so I always treat Torah as a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Torah. It's not, it's not my Torah, it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu's. It's the same way like the, the laws of nature. I know a Kaddish Baruch created nature, but but I, I don't, you know, I credit to him at the end. I, I'll explain how things work and I'll be very, very amazed. And I'll say, well, and all this is a handiwork. But but here it's something that um, I have both together. So basically, this is sort of, I think, um, another facet of what he said before, that this arrangement of having a choik and a mishpat and something in the middle allows for a total chibur between the two. Um, I want to give another example where you see that this chibur is, is created like this. Um, we have relationships that in the world that are um, mutually, totally, totally mutually beneficial. I don't know what beneficial is like, where I'm doing a business deal with Bouvain. So here are, here's what I'm giving and hoping to get. Here's what you're giving and you're hoping to get. We both are 100% on the same page. We both agree to a certain deal. And therefore, um, I see the deal through my perspective as being my business deal. You see it through your perspective. So really, each one has its own thing, and that's it. So, so, so it's as if we split in the middle, and I have my, my part, you have yours, and that's that. Um, when a person is dealing with a case, I have somebody that I'm, that I'm doing chesed with. Um, this person is not well. This person is, is demented. So I am, uh, this, person's, this person's demands are unreasonable, crazy, and so on. I humor the person, I help the person, I do for the person, whatever. It's a one-way street of, of giving, and that's all it is. When a person, Akash Baruch created a Zoch and a Keva, man or woman, so there is an overlap. So when a person gets married, he's he, one part of it has to be a, a commonality, a kirvadas, where the reason I'm getting married is because we so much overlap on something. And this is the common bond that, that, that bonds us. On the other hand, if all it is is, so, so if, if I have friends, so the friends that like going to a baseball game, I go to a baseball game with. The friends that like going to a concert, I go to a concert with. I don't say, well, this guy doesn't want to go to a concert, 
So I'm, I'll respect his wish. I go to concert. I'll find someone to go to concert with. It's all about my. It's all about what's mutually beneficial. When a person gets married, whatever the other person wants or needs is my responsibility, despite the fact that it's not my cup of tea. But you, it, it's not a case because the, what what keeps the bond is um, having the things that we do feel very very similar, the things that do unite us. So the, a, an ultimate relationship is where there's a chibur in things that are in common and there is a respect for the things that are not in common. It, 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 the, the combination of the two is what creates the chibur where I have my chilek and you have your chilek. Avel, now it's a different. Ika pirish kibolema, kibishosha osu a eagle, for his legabosator, lahoya dying kmakabosator. What Chazal is trying to express in this marshal of Tutfachim, Tutfachim, Tutfachim is Cheta Egel happened in the middle of Kabbalah Satera. So he says the Etzim Kabbalah Satera is the midpoint of it while it's happening. In, in other words, when we try to describe um, something as being simultaneous, we tend to think of the midpoint of the event. So had not let go of it totally. So So was in that transition phase. So the two middle ones are while the Kabbalah is happening. Um, so so, so anytime you catch something in the middle in a transfer, that means it's part of it is still one place, part of it is still another place, and part of it is somewhere in the middle. What's significant about it? So this is a a an idea that derives us different places, and it and it goes as follows. Um, the, the most vulnerable time for something is when something is complete. Let, let's give a marshal. If I have a baguette, I have threads. So before I make the baguette, obviously the baguette is not going to unravel. There's only threads over there. Once I finish the baguette, a finished baguette with a seam does not get unraveled. The problem starts while it's um, while the baguette is in the middle, it, it's not finished yet, and therefore it's problematic. 
um, if I can give another a marshal um, a a uh, a fetus is a very vulnerable entity because once the body is finished um, and and the body is finished uh, and and has the the mechanisms it needs to function, there's a lot of built-in safety uh, features. It's complete. It's so so everything that's supposed to function to 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 make things work is done while it's still developing. So that's that's very vulnerable. Um, if I can give another example, a teenager, a child has not started to develop yet emotionally, mentally. Uh, a, an adult is finished. A teenager is somewhere in the middle, and always somewhere in the middle means there's an open edge somewhere. there's there's something that's not finished and therefore that's where it's vulnerable. A building building once it's complete is meant to to stand safely. If you build it right, a a completed building is a safe entity. Bricks are not falling out, floors are not collapsing and so on. While you're building, you always, um, there's a lot more safety involved because um, you know, there, there are open edges. It's not sealed. It's not closed. It's not done. So the Mokum where it's a horror is Pegea. So he said before that the Sutton attacked Kaleisho, especially because they got tired. That was the Kitchell. So before, the minute before that they're going to get tired is not, in other words, it's a horror has to land on something. So before you start the process, it's not going to work. Once it's finished, it also won't work because Torah is supposed to be a, a total entity with Shmira. It's supposed to, you know, Torah, if, if Torah is, is the way to, 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 be, to do good and to be right, it should also protect against Yitzhahara. But while Torah is being given, you already have the Kitru and you don't have the Gemar yet. That's where you have the, the Pagia. Um, an analogy is we say about Amalek, there's something special about him attacking us on the road. And the answer is because physically you're vulnerable when you're in a road. When you, when you know, in Mitzrayim, nobody's going to attack you because it's not a nation yet. In Israel, you're in your own place. You're fortified, you're settled. While you're traveling, that's where something is vulnerable. You always, you attack the caravans. You attack because a person's most vulnerable moments are transition. Um, so, so Amalek was especially Russia, and they and he knew that this would be where he get cholesterol. So anytime you have a, a, a transition, that's where you have, you're, you're most likely to be affected. So Amar, Shegavra Yadai Shlomoisha Adiminoi. So what does it mean that it was, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very enigmatic version of um, you have the the, 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 the the tug of war, so to speak. And he says, And and what does that mean? What does that mean? So 
Um, so let's finish again. Well, the figure of Yasha Moshe, Yasha Koyach Moshe, Loitz, a terminal at Sias. Now, the uh, whatever Kadesh Baruch Hu created all the things that Kadesh Baruch Hu created in the world, whose description is potential meant to come out. That's the description of, of it. So that means that um, there's, a, there's something inside it which is working to come out. The um, it, it, what, when it starts coming out, it's um, very vulnerable. But since Akash Baruch Hu put it into it, the, the 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 its nature is to develop into a fetus. Its nature is to develop into a plant. So in the balance of kohos, the 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 drive to realize itself is going to be stronger than the drive that's mevatlet. So, so he says, since Moshe is the is the appropriate motzilapol, so that means when Torah lands in his lap, it's stronger. It's something that has more cost. So just like when when the the the, the, the uh, egg it becomes fertilized and it plants itself um, in in uterus, it's it's going to settle in. Once in its it's in its right location, so the chances are it'll develop. It, it, it's made to develop, and that's its mahalak. Had Moshe been not been a makabla terror then even though Torah is meant to come out and develop, but it's not, it's not in its phase of being developed. It's, 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 it's in a desert. It's not It's like a seed that lands in a desert. It's not going anywhere. But if a seed lands on fertile ground, despite all of the, the, its enemies and things that, that can stop its growth, but chances are it will grow. So the Moshe Rabbeinu's grabbing at Kabbalah's hands means that since he was a true Makabal of Torah, then the process, then it So So it's a description of Moshe as a person who's ready to become Torah. Well, that's Rabbi Yechna. So, so Rabbi Yechna said over there, Halukhasay mevakshin lefroach, or Yemoshe Teufson. So he describes it not as grabbing and pulling, but the Luchas wanted to fly away and he grabs him. What, what's he adding over there? So Rebbechen's nuance is as follows. Um, the description, the first description of grabbing is ki'ilu, what, what stops the Torah from going to Moshe when there's a chet, is a Kaddish Baruch Hu preventing it from going to him. Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't want to give it to people who are not worthy of it. Um, the the, the Rebbechen holds that that's, it's not appropriate by Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kaddish Baruch Hu, once he's a noisin, 
he doesn't rescind his Nesina. In the middle of Nesina, there's, there's a din whether or not he should give him. But once he gives it, he doesn't rescind it. But Torah itself doesn't stick to a person who's not royal for that. The, 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 um, well, let's just picture it. It's as if they would grab the luchos and come up with empty air. It's something that's beyond them. It's not shaykh to them. And the mela, they couldn't grasp it. In all circumstances, he himself could, he himself was right for it. And the mela, it came about through him. So, so, mitzad klal Yisrael, Torah would not have landed there because Kali Yisrael was beyond it. They, they, it. Torah was beyond it. It was they, they had become too magushim for it, and 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 it's only through Moshe Ben. Um, let's yeah, just one little bit of a hesba. The um, the idea that Torah can't stay by some of the We're talking about again something fitting into a person's. Mind versus das. Um, th- to us, things we live in a certain reality, and sometimes a person says something to us. We say, "Well, it's very flighty. It's 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 not real." For a person who lives in a very physical world, my world is physical things, physical pleasures, physical um, gains, etc. I'm a very physical person. Then a ruchnistic world is fluff. It's yeah, you know, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't speak to me because it's not real. It's ideas and so on. It's like somebody who's not an artist hears an somebody who's like a super artistic person talk about it. You say to yourself, he's he's living in a cloud someplace. It's, it's not it's not real. It's not a mitzvah. And the more refined I am the more I, I, so things that are ruchnius have a real mitzvah to me. And therefore, uh, when Kali Yisrael sank into Chet, in other words, Avodah means you, you, where, where, where even God becomes something physical. It, it, it's, it's a sinking down to a very, very physical mitzvah. Then a ruchniistic uh, um, entity has no meaning to you. It, it's it's you know it's 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 here. It's not real. That's that's the that's the pshat in in becoming um, you know mikushim and not pizarter. Moshe Rabbeinu was on his madrega, and, to, and Moshe Rabbeinu was able to grab it so that it doesn't float away. Yeah, that's the pshat over here. Okay, the next two weeks, unfortunately, I'm not going to be here. I'm doing some travel for yeshivas on both Sundays. So uh, we'll we'll amit Hashem. If the item is up to the morning of of Arab Shavuos, people not busy making blintzes and stuff, we can we can have it. As I said, we'll resume Sunday of Shavuos. I guess it's quite appropriate material for it. So uh, it's, uh, it's it's it goes into the Chanes Viyantiv. Okay, good. Can I just ask one thing?
Yeah. Just what, what, what would be the, the pshat and why the Maral says that the going out, becoming a Metzias is stronger than the Kayak that's Misnagit? Uh, well, why Taka is it like that? Because if a Kaddish Baruch Hu put it into the Teva, let, let's, let, let's take an example. If, if seeds are there to grow, then Seichel says that it's, it, yes, it's a vulnerable phase. Gershbrochu built it in a way where becoming into being is going to be the more dominant case than not. Be, be, anything that has potential to be realized. So that was the Ratzon Gershbrochu. So, so he wanted it to happen under a lot of challenges, but he still wants it to happen. So, so, so the, the, um, the, 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 the chances are it's going to happen. It, 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 the balance is it'll happen more often than not. That's the that's the pshat over here. Because that's if a kaddish who gave some of this world as potential, we think of potential just possibly happening. So 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 uh, if there if there are more challenges against it, then 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 uh, factors for it, the chura it should more often than not not happen. Um, so, so a fetus has a lot of challenges, but um, it, it, the chances are it will happen because because we designed it to happen. So, potential being realized, we think of potential being something passive. This rack, these racks could be built into a house, but kula haivulai, you know, you need somebody to take them, to shape them, to to, to put them together, and so on. But but if a Kashbrahu created it for that reason, it's not just happens to be potential, but Kashbrahu created it to come into being. So the chances are that despite the obstacles, um, it will realize itself. It's it's part of the understanding that if Hashkarahu wants it that way, if, if that's how it was made to Khatkhila, then it will happen. Okay. A good fach. <laughs>